Hey there, this is Julie from Blended Life. Thank you for taking the time to download this episode of our podcast. I hope you find value in it. The truth is though, sometimes you need more than a podcast can offer to get unstuck and find peace in your blended family life. The struggle is real. So this is a personal journey I've been on for years, seeking peace in circumstances and with people I can't control. Becoming Heard was born out of this quest. As a certified life and health coach, I am passionate about helping others just like you and me free themselves from chronic upset and chronic crisis mode. Right now, I'm offering Blended Life listeners a one-on-one free breakthrough session with me. This call will give you clarity to see if coaching is right for you. Take advantage of this opportunity now by emailing me at becomingheardnow at gmail.com. I can't wait to connect with you. There we are. Oh, Look fun. at us. We're live. Oh, this is really interesting. Oh, we have a little bit of a lag, but that's fine. That's all right. Hi, everyone. So I, as you ask questions, I'm gonna, you'll see me looking down, and we're just going to answer. I'm not typing back, so don't be offended if you yeah. don't see me typing back. But you'll be able to hear us back, right? Clap back. Clap back. What does clap back mean? I don't. You keep telling me to do it because the your food for thought that we did, which was. What was the name of it? What was it titled? Uh, my husband told me he doesn't need me. I told her I didn't need her. True story. But you told me to clap back to it. and It's like an answer back. Like if someone an claps at you, you clap back. Yeah. My whole point to that was <laughs> that I didn't need you, but I chose you, which you never really talked about in the, in the food for thought. But says, I was, which is why I told you to clap back and say what you meant. So right. go ahead. I was, I was trying. There. There's two clap backs. I was trying to be sweet. I was trying to tell her, hey, look, <laughs> I don't need you. I'm not with you because I need you. I'm with you because I choose to be with you because I love you. Right? I think yeah. we make a great team. And our kids are crazy and quirky, and we're a crazy, quirky family, but it works. So. Yeah, but what if someone... You don't, oh, I don't know. I think at some point later in life, like, don't you feel like we're going to need each other? Well, you always, there's always a need. What do you mean by need? Maybe that is. That I don't need you to wipe buy your me butt? things or wipe my butt or do my laundry. You might Although need diaper changing someday. Do most of those. <laughs> um, oh, but our first ever life fight. It's not a fight. I do most fighting? of those. Oh. Oh. There'll be no domestic violence in this film. <laughs> yeah. I'd cry easy. Okay, so need is in you can do life without me. Like if I, I was died, trying, you'll be I was fine. trying No, I was trying to be sweet that I choose you and I just because you often tell me like, Oh, you can have anyone, whatever the it's spiel true. is. Look at him, I you think guys. it's garbage. Isn't he handsome? I choose to be oh. with you. Yeah. And that's all my point was. Well, thanks for choosing me. Yeah. Starting to double think this. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Okay, so do we have anyone watching yet? Give us some questions. If you guys are watching this live, give us questions. Let's just start off with our first game. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is really the only people. Watch, our view count's going to start going up. No, okay? people are going to be like turning this off. Right? Okay, so first game is. First we'll game. Just, is I think gonna we're going to play. Yeah, we're going to play game? games this whole time. I really don't like that idea. First game is, and you have to. You'll have to sit here and watch till the very end. Oh, good. Hi. 
What? Your mama's watching. Hi, Peggy. What color socks am I wearing tonight? That's a fun game, right? We're just going to guess things. Anyways, <laughs> so why are we doing blended life? What is the point of blended life? Why? Worst gamer ever. Oh. Yeah. Why are we doing blended life? To yeah. guess the color of your socks? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So blended life came about in a, can I tell that story first? Let's tell the whole story. Okay. Do you guys want to even hear it? They might not even want to hear it. Too bad. Okay. So blended life came about, we were together for years and I had a, as you know, I was like wanting to get married. We were cohabitating. <laughs> yeah. Look at him. He's like gunned ahead. Um, and I just had this overwhelming sense of like, we need to move forward. We need to solidify our family. And so I think that was really weighing heavy on me um, as we were living together with these kids and just, you know, trying to do the right thing by God because we're Christian and by each other and these kids and feeling honored in my own self. And so um, anyway, I'm in the shower one day. I pray in the shower a lot. Okay. Is that weird? Nope. That's a normal thing. Do you pray in the shower? <laughs> Game number two. Game number two, who prays in the shower? What does Eric do in the shower? Oh, dear Lord. We have great games. See, finish your prayer. You're not even in the shower. Look I'm at not. you praying. God, get us through this podcast. Okay. okay. So I'm in the shower, and um, God just often speaks to me in the weirdest ways. Like, obviously, when I'm not looking, you know, I wasn't even thinking about blended life wasn't even a thing, and so... He puts on my heart, and mind you, we're not engaged, we're not married. It gets put on my heart that, you know, what is the purpose of all this pain you and I have been through and these marriages and these kids and these broken families and, you know, even my childhood growing up, there's just been so much pain. Um, And so I, you know, it was kind of put on my heart that we were meant to use our, our relationship and our family to help other people people navigate this and so God just said be patient because obviously we couldn't do anything without being married and actually being a legit blended family oh oh, oh, you mean blended family wise yes yeah so um so that was it was put on my heart um and I told you about it and that was kind of a weird conversation do you remember that conversation I do I remember you running out of the bathroom in a towel (laughs) and telling me all about it Usually when I run out of the bathroom in a towel and tell you about something, it has nothing to do with life-changing goals. <laughs> what does it have to do with, Eric? Usually it's a phone call to Richard, actually. Okay. His best friend, Dick. Richard. Anyway. Um, one of. One of. Sorry not to offend all the other best friends, besties out there. No, I've got a lot of you. I don't have. You, he knows everyone. So I'm running out of. best friends. You have a lot of people. Which is not a bad thing. We should play a game with it. No. I just want to get through a story. Oh, sorry. Okay. Okay, I'm going to quiet up now. So, um, I was telling you about this. See, now I don't even remember what I was So, you came, you came running out of the bathroom in a towel. Yeah. And you had this epiphany. Oh, I remember what I was I thought you were say. talking about Tiffany at first. I'm like, who's <laughs> Tiffany? And why are you talking about her in the towel? Um, no, so, I just remember feeling like... For the first time in my life that my life had purpose. Um, I've never had a purpose before. You know, I work for a family business and everything's wrapped up in my kids. And I know your kids are your purpose. And, you know, we weren't married. So 
I just, it felt for the first time that I had a calling. And if you've ever had a calling or you feel like you have a purpose, you understand that moment of just clarity and excitement. And you just feel like your life isn't a waste at this point. So I was very excited, which was awesome, but then also very like, you were like overwhelmed. What do I do with this? There's nothing I can do with yeah. this. Like it was, it was a, it was the neat thing is test you, and patience. You were so excited about it, but you were like so conflicted to start it. Yeah. But you had so many ideas right off the bat, and it actually, it took me, it took me a little while to find my place in it. Yeah, I totally was on board with you about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is awesome. You're like, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start a uh, Instagram account. Instagram, and I'm gonna put all these quotes up, and I'm gonna write about this. And if you guys know anything about me, thanks, mom, for writing all my essays. Otherwise, <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten through high school. <laughs> yeah, I will story. do anything. I don't like to write. Yeah, right. So you're telling me I'm gonna write all this, and I'm like, well, cool. I can provide you with with pictures and videos, but I really don't know what I'm gonna do to help you. Yeah, and you, and you know what's also interesting about getting a calling and having something put on my heart like that was that I knew that this wasn't, it couldn't just be Julie, right? Because being a blended family and helping other blended families um, is about the family. So, right. and you as a man are the head of our family. And so it was, <laughs> so um, it was, Something that I needed also patience for because I, I, the excitement I had, you didn't, obviously it wasn't put on your heart. It was put on mine. Um, and God works in weird ways. And I just really prayed a lot for it to be put on your heart too. And was very conscious of not pushing it. Did I do a good job of not pushing it? I tried not to push it. I just tried to be excited. I didn't even know that you were praying about it, but that's so neat to hear like, that was answered, right? Yeah, really I just neat. because it, it That's you the know. That's first I've even heard of that. Yeah, I well, I just I I don't ever and that was kind of like us getting married too. Um I never wanted to back or anyone, it just happens to be you. I never wanted to get what I want by backing someone else into a corner. Right. Cuz that's not really getting what you want. That's bullying someone into giving you something, whether it's marriage or money or a job or, uh, or your lunch or my lunch. So I got bullied once in high school. You did not believe it or not. Let's and hear this story. My sister's fiance husband. Call it. Oh, we yeah, don't say that names. That's all right. Colin will Hi, attest Colin. to this. <laughs> my mom will ask Colin right now. So it was, and I'm just going to tell the story real quick because now everyone's dying to hear this. Pins and needles, edge of seats. And if you knew me in high school, like hockey, what, five, six, seven times? Who would want to mess with this? (laughs) A week? uh, Yeah. You know. So we would always go and we would get, we'd have Taco Bell burritos and we'd have peanut M&Ms. And it was just like, they went hand in hand, right? So So Colin and I are back in like the back end of the school and had just purchased from like the secondary cafeteria. Well, there was a, there was a special ed class close by. <laughs> you weren't in it. No, believe it or not. <laughs> just kidding. And this kid came out and he had, he always some reason had two broken arms. <laughs> like the poor kid had two broken arms. He was constantly wearing two casts on his arms. 
If he was and a trend. And he comes crawling out. And I'm not trying to and I'm not trying to belittle or be mean or anything, but the kid's voice was, "Give me some." I'm like, "Wait, what?" And he's all, "Give me some of those M&Ms." Like okay, so I, I you know, this nice. is the bully. This he bullied me, so I gave him some M and M's. He's all, "Give me more!" And he, with his broken arm, grabbed my M and M's, took them, <laughs> and just took on off down the hallway. This is the saddest bullying story I've ever heard. That was the most bullying I've ever had in my life, and it hurt my feelings. To was this he day. a special ed person? He was. Well, that's not bullying. He took my M and M's. We're gonna get angry people now. Dude, at least I didn't get beat up. Oh, at least you just gave him your M&M's and you didn't try to start anything. Yeah. When somebody asks for M&M's, you hand them over. I know. Okay, so I'm here like we shaking are. Still. What? I'm shaking still. That was scary. Oh, dear Lord. I was bullied. I have to pray again. Excuse me. Okay. Help us get through this podcast. Sorry, guys. Um... So, yeah, I just never wanted anyone to be forced, especially this. Like, if it was, it needed to be authentic and it wasn't going to last if you felt obligated to do it just for me because it's like quitting an addiction for somebody. It doesn't last. So, this needed to be authentically like God put something on your heart too, and then we could both be invested in it equally because the hope is that this is, you know, we're 80 years old and still connecting with people and helping people. What was the main driving factor within you that you know of for blended life? Like what? Yeah. So because blended families specifically have a 70% divorce rate. If you've been married with kids and you're, and you get remarried, your chances for divorce are just, you know, astronomical I wonder most the, of people aren't going to make it i wonder how that looks because my epiphany a couple weeks ago was hey i've been in a blended family a lot longer than i ever thought that's right and then it hit me at counseling because we do counseling and we really just do counseling because it's a promise we made before we ever got married that six months after being married we were going to start doing counseling yeah well and let's talk i mean really quick three promises we made before we got married yeah. one was 30 minutes of talking a day one was that six months after we got married, we would do something, whether it was a marriage retreat, whether it was marriage counseling, whether it was just something to reconnect. And what was our third one? Do you remember? Yes. That if at any point in time throughout our entire marriage, either of us ask to go to counseling, the other must oblige. Say yes. No questions asked. No pushback. No like, oh, I don't want to, or I don't think mm -hmm. we need to, or why. Or we're way past that. Like, yeah, we're done. You just have to go. Yeah. And I think those are three amazing promises that you all can make to each other too. Even today, look each other in the eyes. We had to look each other in the eyes and say these promises to each other. It was so awkward. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I think it matters looking someone in the eyes and making a covenant with them. Um, yeah. I mean, you do that on your wedding day, right? So um, maybe you guys make promises to each other, you know, every anniversary or whenever you feel like you need a boost in your marriage or you're feeling disconnected. Look. No, I think it's great. This is it's just a advice. marriage tip. Free of charge. You're welcome. I'm going to get a shirt that says free tips. <sighs> 
So yeah, if you're feeling disconnected in your marriage, like spend some time just looking in each other's eyes and making promises that you will do this, that, and the other thing. It could be fun. Yeah. I promise to undress you with my eyes every day. Oh my gosh. All right. So. Oh, so 70% divorce rate. Oh, you were telling a story. I was telling a story. See, I don't get mad and interrupt you when you interrupt me. You're, but you're when I much you, better you than me. me. I know. Thank God for you. Every day. I, okay. So I've been in a blended family a lot longer. So my first marriage was actually a blended family, and I didn't realize that I was in it. But then... Until a month ago. Getting back to the point where you interrupted me, we were right. in Sorry. counseling, and our counselor said, you were part of that 70% failure rate. And that was like another like, oh my gosh, I am. Yeah. And we don't necessarily have to be previously married. I wasn't previously married. She wasn't previously married. But technically, we were a blended family. So I think technically that goes towards a slash on the divorce rate. Yeah, you're part of the problem. I am part of the problem, and I'm trying to be part of the solution. That is exactly why we're here. Because I just, and especially, I think because we're Christian and we are a faith-based family You know, I think that it's inexcusable for Christians to have such a high divorce rate in blended families, specifically, um, with God front and center. I I think we can do better than that. At least we can do better than 70%. And so I had a really big issue with going to church um, and being part of a blended family in our situation anyway. I was feeling guilty that we were living together with these kids before we were married. Okay, there was like that guilt. And then that got me, lead. I'm just the thought process of how this all came to be. So that was bugging me. And then I was like, there's, I'm sitting in church and I said, you know, not only are we not accepted because we are cohabitating um, before we're married, obviously we're sleeping together before we're married. But in also, the same bed, she means. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's right. But then also I was thinking, you know, Blended families are really the bastards of church. You know, they're not encouraged. They're not talked about. There's no support groups for blended families. And people kind of shy away from you. You know, you're like, ooh, you know, I don't know. There's something unpure, unclean about this situation. And I just think it comes with a lot of misunderstanding and judgment. And I think a lot of it comes from within us, though, because you were saying how we weren't accepted or just all this guilt was over you. That was my perception. That's my But then later on talking to our pastor, the same pastor of the church, he's telling us how we're doing a great job and how it's okay the way that we're going about things. And he finds no places in the Bible where it's talking about certain things going on, you know? Yeah. Where a lot of it's just perceptions. Well, and that's my exact point, is that it's all perceptions because it's not talked about. It's not encouraged. You know, you don't have pastors standing up at the pulpit and being like, it's okay that you're part of a blended family. Like, we welcome blended families. And I, you know, there's just support group. So, yes, I'm left up to my own evil thoughts because nobody's telling me different. But also, how's that, Mike? I was bouncing. Oh, Um, but also I was just like, why is there support? There's like cancer support group. There's grief support group. How backwards that there's divorce. There's even divorce support group at church. 
There's some church crickets. that are solely. Is there a cricket thing? <laughs> oh, I think I still have crickets here. Ready? Uh, ready. Exactly. Divorce support Maybe group. I ask you the same question. I didn't get rid of some of them. <laughs> but, you know, the fact is, you you know, divorce support groups, and that's so crazy to me. I laugh because God never intended us to do life alone. I know God didn't intend for divorce either, but even the Bible, whatever, that's a whole other topic for a whole different day. But we're we're wired to do life as man and wife. And so right. to have a divorce support group and then not a support group for the other side of that, you know, like there's singles groups. There's church. There's, there's some churches solely based around drug addicts and addicts of sort. I yeah, mean, there's addiction. an extremely nice big church nearby that is yeah. based around catered like, to addiction. Yep. yep. And I just and I just think that blended families are such a thing now. I mean, you gosh. I mean, look up People magazine. You got J Lo and A Rod, and they're all touting their blended family. A lot of high, you know, and so. It's very mainstream to be blended family, so it just doesn't make sense that there's not um, a Christian-based support for blended families um, out there. And there's not the 70% divorce rate also bugs me. I think we can do better. I think it's bull. Yeah. That. Oh, <laughs> press buttons. I do. I just I don't accept it. And I think that we have a lot. If you've been divorced... If you've been a parent, you know, me being a stepchild and having step parents, um, your situation with your daughter slash stepdaughter, like we have so much yeah. to offer. And some of them you aren't, a lot of it, a lot of time it's not your choice that you are divorced. A lot of times you may not have been divorced or married previously. You know, the blended families look like every shape, size, color. I mean, there's a thousand different blended family situations chances are if you're watching this and you're a blended family yours does not match up to ours we have true story four kids i have one biological one um not biological she's but not even daughter. adopted yeah. she's just i've raised her since she was a baby and she's my daughter and yeah i'm her dad and that's what it is yeah so i have two you have two by the same you know dad so, and then I have, a, I mean, even take it a step further. I have a half brother. We share the same you have. dad. We share, <laughs> well, I know where you're going, but we share the same dad right. and different moms. Right. So that's a whole dynamic. I mean, the blended family ripple effect is just huge. And I just think it's interesting that you and I come into this with so much, um, life under our belts. I was going to so say baggage, but I like the word life better. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. We're trying to build this up. We're live. Yeah. I can so, be myself. Right. Um, so I just thought we have so many life lessons to share. There's so many mistakes I've made um, in my previous marriages because I've been married twice, which you guys know. Um, That's why they started charging for bags here in California. The first marriage wasn't my fault. Mm -hmm. Second marriage was ish. It takes two people. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) Um, But my point is, it's just, we come with a lot to offer and we're so, one thing I love about us as a couple is we're so yin and yang. So like my experiences that I can speak to, you've not really ever dealt with. But you have experiences that I can't relate to, and that just makes us 
more accessible and relatable to a wider range of people. And I think it's no, um, it's no wonder that we got paired up in life. Okay. I don't know. I kind of think things are, are meant to be. I think that. Yeah. Our situations were yet different. so different yet. So alike. So like this yin and yang thing, you know, right. it's, it fits together because it's, Yin and yang thick booted. in some areas, oh thin, and would you like to go into the thick and thin Let's of life it. together? Together. Yeah. That's how I should have proposed to you. <clears throat> None of this romance. No romance. Done at the butcher shop. Oh, in a big thing of meat? Yeah, there's a butcher shop nearby. We could go to that one. You going to propose again? Mm-hmm. Sweet. We're having another wedding? I think so. Someday, oh, you guys, fun, you're going to have to watch our wedding video. Yeah. Because that, that's never going to happen. It Copyright might. issues. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> so that's how Blended Life came to be and how it was born. And it started out with Instagram because I was like, I was waiting for Eric's heart to catch up. <clears throat> Story of her life. <laughs> True. Um, but I was waiting for, you know, it, him to feel the some sort of calling, if you want to call it that. So I started Instagram because I'm like, at least I can put out there. It's something I can do to fill this, like, need to start this passion of mine. And so it started with that. And then there was Facebook. And then we got a blog going. And then Mr. Sir over here started, like, we need a podcast. No, I actually started it as we need a video series. And then it clicked that we need to do it as a podcast. Yeah. A video podcast, which is kind of neat. It's fun. It's different. It's a lot of challenging work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's another full-time job. Yeah. So help us make our <laughs> lives easier and give us topics to talk about because we're just <laughs> really coming up with whatever we can off of the cuff here. Yeah, and you know, I think that, I mean, it's easy to talk about us, but we also want to be effective and useful. And That's it. Um, and so we just need to know what you guys are struggling with or, yeah, you I think know. One of the most rewarding things that is only just because we've just started this. One of the neatest things is having someone respond to a podcast that we put out or a food for thought that we put out or one of our videos and yeah. be like, hey, this was what I needed today. This was exactly on topic of what I had going. And um, it's just, it's real rewarding. And that's kind of why we're here. We're not here for us, although it helps us connect, but it's kind of it's not even to make us special, but it's it's basically to, to get everyone involved and get everyone together and build a community. So that's kind of, what are you looking for? Let's see oh, it. I was just going to go through some of the podcast topics that people have asked us about. So on the Blended Life page, <laughs> actually, it's, a, it's stuck up at the top, right? You can actually go on. It's a highlighted story, yeah. and I'm just clicking through there. I think some of our podcasts we've already touched on a lot. Um, but before we get to that, I was just, while you were talking, I was trying to pull it up to be fast. But let's talk about how this has blessed our marriage. And because one thing that when we were planning our wedding <clears throat> and we had that shared goal. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't mind me. But when we have the shared goal of planning our wedding and, you know, being so connected and doing something that was for us. Well, like, so people understand, our entire wedding was a produced movie that we showed at an old movie theater. Well, we got married in a church, but our reception was an entire 
two and a half hour movie that I produced with. It was interactive though. It like, was I interactive. Mean, we had to get up and do our first dance, but everything was timed perfectly. And it was probably the most nerve wracking thing we've ever done in our life, but it was the most rewarding thing we've ever done. Yeah. We rented so out an old theater. Yeah. And so our reception started out in the lobby. Yeah. Okay. With a DJ in the lobby and food passed around. Cocktail, food, long, cocktail lounge. lounge. Yeah. We had couches and chairs brought in. It was really special. Someday we will, you guys can, will see it. I still haven't seen it. But someday, a lot of surprises. yeah. So, um, but that having that common goal to work towards is kind of like a light bulb moment for me. That how important it is in marriage to have a common goal you're working towards. Yeah. And I think in blended families, it's kind of interesting because you don't share kids. So a lot of parents, I mean, we do share kids, but you know what I mean. Like you and your ex are raising up your children. Um, and I'm, I have nothing to say about my situation right now, but, (laughs) um, there's that, there's that, but I mean, like, we just don't have shared children that we're like, how do we want them to raise up, you know? And so I think that in blended families that can be hard where you don't have that common bond where you're, you know, it's just you two and you're just raising it up. You have so many cooks in the kitchen. You have everyone around you that even if you guys consider your kids, each other's kids, you still have so many people that it's not truly just Well, and you're always you stretched two. so thin going so many places if you're both working, depending on the amount yeah. of kids. One of the blended families that we follow, I think they have, what, seven children? <laughs> you know? We have four. I couldn't God even imagine. God bless you guys, yeah. Right? <clears throat> no, I struggle with what we have. Just trying to keep our heads above water and feeling like, just spread thin is perfect way of putting it. So, but with, with having that common goal, that was just solely us, you know, we didn't have exes to contend with. We didn't have, you know, even the kids, it was about the kids, but it really was about us, you and I being husband and wife. And right. I was like, oh my gosh, that is a huge secret to marriage is to always have a common goal, whatever that is. Well, the neat thing was that it was always us working towards something so we were going out often multiple times a week and we were shooting for this movie that was going to be our wedding reception but a lot of it involved the kids so it was ultimately us but we had to involve the kids went in a lot of it you know my son filmed a good portion of it all the all the video footage that you guys see in our in our intro on the beginning of these podcasts normally the non-live versions is all footage from different parts of our wedding video. Yep. So it's all kind of special, but that, I think, going back to what you were talking about, is it was really an awesome time in our life right before we got married that we were constantly connecting. Yeah, we just, you know, because people may not know this, we don't share a lot of the same interests. Right. Like hobbies and just interests. We're very, very different. Well, you get motion sickness. Yeah, I do. (laughs) <laughs> it's the thing I hate about myself the most. Is that a weird thing it's to hate about thing. yourself? People are like body parts. I'm like, I get motion sickness and I would change that if I could. Um, but that's a side note. I think it's important to have a common goal. So what was a blessing about blended family when we started our blended life, when this got started and then when Eric was like, I want, you know, came to be a part of it and really interested in it. And I want to do this with you. And, um, bringing his ideas and his talents to the table 
and you know, it was a beautiful thing because we got to do something together again. Like we got to plan for, I mean, planning for our wedding. I know most couples say it was so like, it's so stressful. And there was always so many fights. Like I hear horror stories for planning weddings. And for us, it just completely brought us together at some of the best times. I think a lot of, of our relationship, we completely stepped outside of the box for it. We looked for kind of a traditional style reception at first. And then that was kind of my epiphany of our relationship. I, I came to you and I'm like, I don't want to have just a normal, average, everyday wedding. This is my idea. And everyone I told at first was like, oh, that sounds really cool, but that sounds really crazy. Yeah, nobody knew. We didn't even know. I mean, how it was going to, you know. Yeah, it was like six months of nonstop producing. Yeah. So, but Blended Family has been a blessing in that regard. So I also encourage every married couple watching that, Pick something. I mean, it could be it could be volunteering together at a food bank. Or if or, you're not even there yet. Yeah, that's Amy and Jose. That's how they met. Yeah, I mean, just find a common goal that you guys both believe in. You know, it could be volunteering. It could be podcasting. It could be finding a cause. And you But know. It, even if you're not there yet, though, because we were there for a long time, even though you knew Blended Life was a thing. Before you did. Before I did, or before I knew that I even fit into it, you always, it was always a struggle between us that we don't have the commonalities, you know. It was I, my one red flag to us getting married. Right. Where, and like, still I love me, going to the racetrack. I can't even get you around warm-up laps before you're puking. Like, that's like, oh, what a bummer, you know. But there's, there's little things that we like to do, but we don't always get to do it, you know, it's so finding something, we didn't give up on it, you know, where it's like, okay, well, we'll learn to have fun one way or another, right? I hate board games, yeah. sorry. But another point about God in having a God-centered marriage is I think that you trust in God and he'll provide, right? Absolutely. So I think that God kind of took care of that because it's using your talents, it's stuff you're interested in, it's techie, it's producing, it's it's right up your alley, but it's also something that's helping people, which I know you have such a heart to help people. Um, you do it by fixing cars or pulling people out of the dunes or loaning out tools or, you know, Camera you're very, yeah, or, you're very quick to help somebody in need. If I, so if I have the ability to, I'll always help. But someone. that's your heart. Right. So this is beautiful because it all, I use that word all the time. I'm noticing that as I'm watching podcasts back. Which word is that? Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm like, this is beautiful. Life uh, is beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Um, but it was just, it was fun to see like that. I think God just gave us this and that's why it's a calling because it's f forcing us to focus on this instead of like, let's say I didn't get motion sickness and we were at the racetrack, which would be a lot of fun. And I know you'd be like the happiest man in the world, but is that helping people? You know, what is what I mean? Other I have pulled people off the racetrack when they have wadded up their cars. I can help anywhere. Okay. But my Gosh, point my is, is that, you know, buddy. our, like, this is a legacy, you know, this is something that we can do this flashlight people movement. You know, this is something that our kids are going to be able to watch. That we are going to be able to help other people. And even if people think that we're just full of it, 
you know, we don't know what we're talking about. Hey, at least we got a conversation started. And hey, at least I'll admit it. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Going back to flashlight people real quick. I feel like we've talked sure. about this a few times now. Yeah. Vaguely, huh? Vaguely. But I really want to know what the viewers think about it and kind of ideas because <laughs> give us a quick rundown of what it is real fast. Sure. And without like going into full depth, but I also, I want feedback from people. If you guys are listening right now and you have ideas that are like, oh, that'd be cool. Let us know. And yeah, tell us about it. Well, that also just came to me, I, you know, as you're branding yourself and as you're thinking about catchy phrases and what is our purpose, you know, really a flashlight came to mind. You know, we're all, I feel like blended families are in the dark. There's no real leadership. There's no support and nobody really wants to talk about it. People can't empathize with you. You know, we don't have a lot of blended family one-on-one friends here. Right. Um, and so I just kind of feel like, well, hey, if we all who are in a blended family can connect and that be a sole purpose, you know, I might only meet you because you're another blended family. Well, that's awesome. And then we can shine our lights down and, and light each other's pathways. And then we can not trip over all the rocks and potholes and stay on a path that is righteous and meaningful and good for our marriage and good for our kids um, because we are all doing it differently, but there's no book how to do this. And right. so I think that even if we don't have the answers, like I was saying before, you know, we're creating some sort of awareness. We're getting a conversation started. Um, you know, something we might say might spark conversation between another married couple. And while they may not agree with what we say, they might come to, something that's specifically better for their family. Right. You know what I mean? There's yeah, well, a lot of stuff that we never discussed. Well, before the, to, Beforehand, I'm like, oh, we probably should have discussed that. That's the neat thing about talking about stuff like this is because we aren't professionals by any means. We are just literally learning this as we go and becoming. Yep. I mean, becoming professionals, but we're not. We're just learning by doing, you know. Yeah. We're not going to school for this. We're not therapist or psychologist who just think we know it all and have our theories or we're not scientists. But that's even, can I tell you how even frustrating that is? Yeah. Because, oh, if I could go back to school, what I would do is I'd go get my master's in psychology and but I would. But would you use it this time? Yeah, because what She's I. She's a college graduate, doesn't use it. <laughs> but what I think that frustrates me a lot is I think that there needs to be psychologists or therapists who are part of a blended family because it's super frustrating to have a therapist who has some good book knowledge and in get psychology and not to discount that but I think that you need people who can resonate like it resonates with them that you they can truly like I think I talked about this in one of my food for thoughts empathy really matters it matters to be able to listen to someone and they know where you're at. They've been there. They know the struggle. They've seen the struggle. You know, it's like someone without PTSD having no, like, or who has PTSD, you know, there are support groups for that because you need people to connect with who can share those feelings and emotions and experiences. Blended families are no different. Gosh, we have PTSD from our blended <laughs> family most of the time. Or our last family, Chris makes a point. 
that the best knowledge is experience. Yeah, real life experience. That's College totally, can't yeah. replace that. He also it's said, true. "Let's let's make a logo for flashlight people." <laughs> Chris and I sat down downtown and des- designed our blended life logo. Mm-hmm. But for the flashlight people, I have an idea, Chris. Look, let's hear it. Okay, so here's here's our logo. Are you watching, Chris? Okay, logo. Okay, so we need a flashlight up above the logo. And then we can have light shining down and maybe do some shading. And I think that would be sort of shading cool. Shading on the upper lip. Well, it's hard. I'm, you know, I'm trying to watch and do. So anyway, so I think just like a flashlight placement above the logo and shining down over it would be kind of cool. Maybe we could have some like cool lights coming down, you know, so. Disco party. Like a disco party light show. And then, you know, that'd be fun. I don't know. That's just my idea because I love our current logo and I would like to. Oh, when I hear flashlight, Chris people. says that we he was thinking of having a family holding hands with light beaming through them. And when I think that's very cool, Chris. See, and that's kind of p- partially my thinking. The light beaming through them is really cool. But I'm I when I hear flashlight people, some yeah. reason I see like the stick figure, like just generic stick figure people. Yeah, like just. With a, like maybe a generic, like really generic style logo. Yeah. But I don't know. Let us let us know what you guys think. Chris is chiming in on on the chat here also. But if you guys are listening to this and you're like, hey, I've got a cool idea, let us know. And once it happens and becomes something, we'll send some merch your way. And I yeah, think flashlights. Yeah, I mean, that's another part of this. Flashlights whole, are something we need. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a whole merchandise. I have so many fun ideas. Um I have a card line I want to come up with. Well, I kind of already have, but. Um. <laughs> Sorry, are we interrupting you? No, Heather, your sister says you should use a flashlight. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, Why didn't you put that on the chat? <laughs> <laughs> um. I guarantee she's watching with my mom right now. She's hey, pregnant in the hospital. Yeah. Sending love and prayers your way, girl. Girls. Girls. You're going to be an uncle again. Again, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, flashlight. I mean, flashlight people. <laughs> um, yeah. So we, yeah. I just think it's a really cool movement, and I think that it's our, it's all of our callings to use what we've learned to help other people not make that mistake. And I think as parents, that's what we do, right? We don't want our kids to make the same mistakes we did. So what are we always doing? We're imparting all of our wisdom on them and like, don't do what I did. And, you know, kids don't listen, but hopefully fellow adults will listen because who wants to get divorced again? Like, can we be real about that? How awful was getting divorced and all of that? And to put kids through that a second time is horrific. I can't even imagine what that would be like. It would be terrible. I can't even imagine people that have done that and have been, a blended family multiple times that would just, it, I can't even fathom it. And some of you listening might be in that situation. Comment, let us know. I'm just, I'm curious because that's, that's like a different kind of rarity. And again, a lot of times it's just not your fault, you know, or something. That's just, that's a crazy situation to me. Yeah. And I would also invite people to extend grace to blended families because you don't know if they had a choice in divorce or not. I mean, maybe they did and maybe they didn't, but I think you don't know people's stories. And I think a lot of people really do pass judgment 
And, you know, everyone gets so caught up in the drama, like, what happened? Let me get the dirt. And it's, instead of treating it like a really heartbreaking situation, it's, divorce is heartbreaking. It's a death. It is. And with children in tow, it is, it is the hardest, the hardest thing about it is watching your kids go through it. You can handle it. You know, we're adults. We are, but, you know, we'll be okay. But watching innocent children go through it. Well, and like our is hard. podcast two weeks ago, was it two weeks ago or was it last week about extended families? Two, it was weeks, two weeks ago. ago. The podcast on extended families, we had our mothers on there and they're talking about how hard it is as grandparents to deal with this because not only are we now getting gypped with our children growing up, but the grandparents get gypped even further where they're like, yeah, now you're being selfish about them because you only have them part of the time, right? Yeah. So that's a hard thing, too. Um, Chris was asking me to explain the logo. I explained it a little bit last time, but it is kind of cool, and it has a lot of meaning in it that obviously the triangle is kind of where we started, but in every family there is a base, and we always look at ourselves as, you know, we're the we're the base to this family. And then, and then in our kids' other household, their other parents would be they the would base. Be their base. We're not saying that we're any better. No, but we're the base of our household. In our that home. Was my point. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Just want to explain to people. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Thanks for clarifying that. <laughs> so, and then you have, say, her side of the family, her, her kids with their side of the family. That's always leaning in and, you know, intervening on you. And then I we have my kids side of the family that's always leaning in. So in a blended family, you're never a true circle, I guess. You always have other sides for the most part. And so if you're listening and not actually able to watch this, if you're listening on Stitcher or Spotify or something like that, like our our logo is a triangle. So that's what we're talking about. The the bottom line of the triangle, the base is our family. People can actually go to the homepage, whichever they're watching it from. Yeah, you can kind of look at it. But just in case you don't. So we have a triangle, and right. in the middle is a B in three different colors. Three different colors. And the three different colors are, in the way that the B looks the way it does, that if you guys have been to a wedding any time in the last few years, a new big fad happening right now. And actually, my cousin Dawn, her brother Ben, just got married this last summer. Mm-hmm. And they had at their wedding, what I've seen at a lot of weddings, which is the unity sand and everyone in the family grabs their sand and they pour it in. Everyone has a different colored they sand. They all have a different colored sand. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And they pour it in and that's how you get our multiple colors within our logo. So that's pretty much our logo. <laughs> yeah. And Chris actually is made this with Eric. Chris is, was the best man at our wedding just for you guys. One of my other best friends. have a reference. The best friend. Chris is the best friend. The. Best man at our wedding, um, partner in crime with Eric. They're very into computers and photography We're and videographer. Yeah, videography. Anyway, so Chris is so Chris is partly to um, blame. We'll say that's blame. Yeah, that's yeah for, for the it. logo. Thank you, Chris, for all of your support and just all of your help with the logo and everything. I've heard like some that. other theories on thoughts of it too, and I'm trying to remember what they were. Mm. It wasn't the meaning behind it, but there's another, there was some more meaning to it where I was like, oh, that's kind of neat too. It's neat. Yeah. There's, so there's, you can get a lot out of the logo if you look in it. Some of it was intentional. Others people are finding, and I'll, I'll try to remember it before the end of this. Okay. So, yeah. 
Yeah, but um, so I remember something that somebody asked. We were just talking about the unity stand and weddings. Um, somebody reached out to me, gosh, probably a year and a half ago on Instagram and asked me for ideas um, that they were a blended family and they were going to have a wedding to actually join their blended families together. And um, a woman reached out to me to ask, you know, for some ideas of how to include the kids in the ceremony to make them feel um, like part of the ceremony as well. And so unity. So I thought we could talk about that real quick just because okay. um, it was it's a, it was an asked question and a good question because you want your wedding to be your stamp on it. Yeah. So the unity sand thing is very popular, and that's a cool keepsake that you can put on your mantle. You know, you cork it or seal it however you want. Um, and it's a good thing to have out in your home, and then everybody can see while you're all in the same container, you're all individual, and each of you make up the family. So that's a fun thing to always have out. Yeah. Um, Want to explain what we did at our wedding? Go for it. Okay. So <laughs> our wedding, we're Christian. You guys know that by now. And we had our wedding at a church. And so what we decided to do was during, it was a surprise. The kids had no idea. Um, we had one of the, we had two pastors marry us. That's a different story for a different day. But um, one of the pastors, it's a good story, though. it is, it's wonderful. But one of the pastors called up all the kids to like the little stage area where we were having the ceremony. So they all four come up to the stage area. And actually he presented, we had Bibles um, all the same type of Bible. They all got the same Bible with their names, you know, in gold on the front. Yeah. Um, and we presented them all with Bibles and we reminded them that, you know, the greatest gift we can give to our children is faith and the word of God and the word of God, right. because that will get you through anything. And so that was really important how we stopped our ceremony and included the kids and made it again, redirected it back to this is, you know, God front and center. That's one way. Um, I know when my ex-husband got remarried, they had like leather bracelets made for all the, for the whole family. Mm -hmm. Just the family had leather bracelets made. And I know this because my daughter came home wearing it and I was like, Oh, what's this? And she explained it. And she loved it. She thought it was super cool. All the kids got one and they wore them on the wedding day and it had their initials all burned into the bracelet. Um, and so that's, you know, another way to um, include kids and make them feel part of it. I know that a lot of people give jewelry at a wedding. They call the kids up and give them a necklace. necklace and, yeah. Did you do that for your Tori? Yeah. Yep. With a special ring for her. Was um, it a ring or a necklace? It was a necklace, but it had a ring with it that hooked onto it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of different there's ways. There's so many different Have ways. Have you heard of any other ways? I'm rocking my I, ring. I, yeah, I know I've heard of so many others, and I'm sure some of our listeners, I'm sure you guys have heard of others or done others. And a lot of people get real creative. Comment below, or yeah. if you're watching right now, comment and let us know if you know of any. Yeah, uh, what are some cool ways to include kids in, in the wedding? Yeah. If you're getting married and have kids in town. Yeah, or how did you include your kids? Or Yeah. How do you include dogs in the wedding? Oh, <laughs> I really want one of those space backpacks with a bubble. Search the Google for it. There's a, and the dog that sits in the backpack. Is this another and his, game? And his head sticks out. This is the another bubble. game. It's not. Yeah. Where's Fido? <laughs> Where's Fido? Um, fun game. 
Yeah. So I think it's important though, if you're, if you're going to blend a family and get married, you know, it, it is an important component to be mindful to include the kids in, in it. While it's not specifically about them, it is about a lot changes for them on your wedding day. Um, and our wedding day was super interesting too. Our kids were all so emotional. Yeah. Um, it was, was interesting. more emotional though. The kids or my dad or Heather. I know Heather cried. For a Your long time at the end. Cried. We're Your calling mom you out, cried. Heather. My dad cried. Very <laughs> it was a good maybe wedding we'll post, win. Maybe we'll post some pictures. There's some crying? awesome pictures. Yeah. Crying, ugly crying pictures. Ugly crying for sure. But like <laughs> super emotional, like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would just say include your kids and at the reception, you know, include your kids um, as much as you can and know that the kids are going to be emotional. Our kids were happy emotional. Yeah. Like my my daughter cried the entire ceremony and afterwards and she was happy crying. It wasn't, and that sounds really bad but she just i'm we have pictures of that too she's just hugging eric um as tight as she can and just bawling she's so happy that he's her stepdad and um but those two have their own little special bond going um so yeah i just think that's it's do you remember when my dad cried yeah if you go to our homepage on youtube and watch our welcome video or the very first video posted that's why and that could be another game. If you know why or what the first video posted was, comment here. But there's no prizes, so. There could be. Oh, yeah? I don't know. We could give out prizes. Yeah. Maybe somewhere along the line. Because this isn't just being watched right now. This isn't just going to disappear. People listening. Forever. Forever. Can comment. <laughs> and maybe we'll give you some prizes. If you guys answer some of the, the questions throughout this, maybe we'll get in touch with you. Maybe. Maybe. We're good about answering back, though. We yeah. never missed a comment. Clap back. Yeah. So many Isn't jokes. Isn't that a Gwen Stefani song? Oh, Holler Back Girls. It's a Clap Back Girls. Holler Back Girls. Oh. Gwen Anyways. Stefani's amazing. All right. Well, um, again, ask us anything, anytime. We're pretty open book. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Chris said that I'm going to shock oh, myself that again. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. That was. That's my favorite part of all of our podcasting. That was the worst part ever. That was the best. It was amazing. Another game. No. What God. podcast was that? We've only, this is podcast number. Okay, but I don't even remember. Seven. Do you? Don't do. tell them which podcast did I shock myself Can in. I can't tell them? You can't tell them. One of the podcasts I, <laughs> I literally shot, like I couldn't let go of the thing. Yeah. It was terrible. All right. I think you peed yourself on that one too, though, so we're even. A <laughs> little bit. They don't tell you that after you have kids, you'll never pee the same again. We, that was something that no one told me. If she was a fairy tale, she would be Peter Pants. Yeah, along with pooping on the table. What? Yeah. We were supposed to eat there. You better not poop on our table. Yeah, when you're giving birth. Oh. The doctor I've told me, push like you gotta poop. Oh, my god. And guess what? If I was there, I would have spanked you like the dog on the table. <laughs> anyway, um, thanks, you guys, for checking us out tonight. We sure appreciate. Okay, he's going to press gonna button. Music. We appreciate you guys listening in. Um, catch us next Thursday at 7. It won't be live, I don't think, unless this is a new thing we're going to do. We'll discuss between the sheets later. 
Oh my gosh. And let us know if you like this live. This is completely unedited, which makes my life easier. The setup was a major pain, but I don't have to edit tonight. Congratulations, you guys. Yeah, we're going to go eat. Oh, yeah. I'm really hungry. I'm starving. All right. So watch, subscribe, like. If you like this, give us a thumbs up if you know the answer. Oh, what's some of our questions? What color socks am I wearing? Comment real quick. Do you know what color socks I am wearing? Nobody cares. No one cares? Yeah. Hey, it's Julie again. I hope this episode of Blended Life started a conversation that you will finish in your home. But I get it, right? Sometimes you need more. My offer still stands. If I can interest you in a free one-on-one breakthrough session with me to see if coaching is right for you, contact me now at becomingheardnow at gmail.com and let's get you unstuck. Becomingheardnow at gmail.com. I look forward to it.